This is Adam Nutter. And this is Greg Trout. And we're Nerds With Words, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond is a familiar dimension. Not one of sight, but dimension of sound and of the creative mind. You're moving into a land of artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. You've just crossed over into Magic Our Way. New Orleans, present day, <laughs> amid the ever-changing landscape of the Disney fan life, two men, a musician and a visual artist, tackle the news, that's the me. rumors, that's and the you. dreams of the day. <laughs> that's you, that's me. That's now you, that's joined me. by a comic book writer and a travel agent. Ah. They will bring you new insights and tease out new thoughts of the films, the parks, and the community at large. So sexy. <laughs> Tonight's episode will Very take sexy. you beyond the formats of most podcasts <laughs> and calls upon the listener. This, you may soon realize, is a listener-driven podcast, heavily influenced by its Moican nation waiting for you. They invite you, if you'd care, to reach out via social media, email, text, or voicemail. So let's go make some magic. Our way. Jumbo, everyone. <laughs> and Harambe. That's right. That's catchy ad-libbing. Hercher, 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 Hercher. Drink. Hercher. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way Podcast. Sante Hercher, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! You know, hurt you, 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 you, know the story's all about the glory. Wait, I think you know is one of them too. You know, 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 you know. Actually, my sister. Oh, it has to be Eli says it. You know, my sister was telling me yesterday. She said, you know, y'all always talk about Eli's, you knows, but you never talk about his how you says. How you say? Because he says that a uh, lot. How says. you say? How you says, say? Eli likes to say how you say a lot. Richard uh, Rochelle, uh, add that to your list. Mm-hmm. How you say? Oh, so these are catchphrases that if they hear them, they're going to they gonna drink? No, this is just some observations from Sandy that you say how you yes. say a lot. Well, that's like, my, uh, that's like how you say. How you say? <laughs> In other words. How you or, say? Yeah, that's, that's, that's my chicken. That's my transition phrase. That's right. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, that voice that you're hearing is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very good tonight. How are you guys doing? I am feeling a good hurt in the evening, man. All right. Kev, Bo, and Daniel, ready to rock the show. You know. Mm-hmm. Word. Word like. <laughs> I am, how you say, stuffed. <laughs> Having said that, that was a pretty good dinner. <laughs> I am, how you say, comfortable <laughs> I, am, I am como se dice and a good hurtcher to you too and a oh, good hurtcher happy yes. hurtcher happy, happy hurtcher happy, happy hurtcher and also on this very good hurtcher day we have show me the money here comes the money here we go money talk here comes the money hey, must be the money, 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 money. 
is Mr. Beijing Hercher, Senior Johnny Salami <laughs> Hercher himself, our resident professor of Hercher Technics, Lee DJ White Cheddar Papa Smurfa No Hercher Vika. How you doing, Lee? I am Hercher. I am Hercher. I am Hercher. I am Hercher. Hercher. That's right. Hercher. I'm a Hercher. I'm a Hercher. I'm a Hercher. No, Hammer, don't hurt you. What does that sound? What is that, dude? You Come got appliances going crazy over there dripping? No, it's actually, I might have to move indoors if we, it's, a, it's been really bad weather, so. Oh, is it raining getting, over there in Houston? Getting a little rain, yeah, getting a little rain, getting a little sprinkles, so if it's, it's rough, I'm going to have to move inside. So. Can I tell you, the rain is less noisier than your AC. Well, I, I fixed that. I put the thing over there. So. You put the thing on the thing. thing on the yeah. Yeah. Put the thing, thing and it made it better. Guys, this is not a joke. Seriously, every time. Kapowski. Yeah, he's got that ambient sound. He's got that on lockdown, man. Yeah. Ambient sound on Lee's side is on lockdown. While well, we wait for him to uh, adjust his acoustics, Hercher. Um, yeah while he's doing that speaking of rain guys hopefully uh you, you know you're listening on a wandu wednesday you, you have access but our friends on the east coast uh carlo rob rob myrick um lisa monday uh dr mahookan eric grubb mm-hmm. 501st i uh, hope you guys are hearing our voices and i hope you guys are doing well and hopefully by the time the show comes out um, uh, everything is uh, we've heard from you guys and y'all are okay so As hopefully I'll be seeing Trump throwing out paper towels in about a week or so you are crazy helping y'all out, <laughs> helping, helping y'all out. you crazy Aquaman you crazy <laughs> man you so hurt you yeah. damn <laughs> hurt you's wrong with you you so hurt you you don't know it that's right that's right <laughs> but yeah um, be safe be safe, fellow weekends out yeah, there from yeah from East Coast weekends man We let, let us know reach out man let us know and we know we got the Cajun Navy headed out there to help you guys out. So hopefully uh, it's not too bad. We'll see. Uh, but anyway, guys, we got a great show for you today um, to, to kind of distract you from all that if you're listening on the East Coast. Um, right, we got Eli's show. Before we do Eli's show, we got some guest services. So we're going to finally catch up on all the emails that you guys have written in. So we're going to definitely do that. And then, yeah, we're going to toss it to Eli. Eli, tell him what, what we're going to talk about tonight. Well, first of all, guest services always walk on my show. But uh, after we take care of that, I'm going to do a little uh, comic book synopsis of this comic called The New Avengers that took place in 2010. It's going to have different characters that you're used to seeing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'm going to pitch those characters out to these guys, see what they think see what you think and then i'm going to run through the first uh few issues and there's a long story arc i'm just going to tell it have some fun and uh see what everybody thinks of it so it's like a mother goose stan lee kind of fun story time awesome guys so weekends ladies and gentlemen enough of our hurt your jabber let's go make some magic hurt your time be our Guest, be our guest, put our service to the test, tie your napkin. And here we are on Guest Services, and this is a segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And today, we have aspirations of making it through all the emails and voicemails that you guys have left, uh, no matter how old. And we're going to catch up, and hopefully we'll get some new questions and stuff coming into the mailbag show at magicourway.com is where you can get in touch with us, or you can get in touch with us through social media, messaging, whatever else. But yeah. Um, eventually my plan is to put a little, uh, a thing on the website where you can just easily post your question and it automatically emails you. You don't even have to go into your log your email account to log in and stuff. So try to make it easier for you guys to get in touch with us and send us your questions. So it should re- have a button on there where we can respond to them and let them know how many months later we finally answered. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, but this one, uh, you know, it's, it's got some age to it, just like a good wine, of course. Ooh, that ah. fine, huh? Yes, and this is that fine. It is. It is. And these, these are fine, bunch of fine people, sir. And some good, good, good questions. Good people, sir. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah, good, good guests. Good guests. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, yeah, this is entitled Our Creative Contribution. Okay. This is from the Robertges. Oh. All right. And it says, hello. Hopefully this isn't too late. <laughs> it's okay. We're kind of late in reading this. You know as well. Um, we've been super busy. If it's too late, that's okay. No, it's not too late. You might have given info during the Coco show, but we haven't listened because we haven't watched the movie yet that I mentioned we've been busy. Coco? This wow. is dating back to Coco? This is dating back, well, post-Coco. I was going to say, that's when my Post-Coco. intro first came out was Coco. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Robert. Just, <laughs> yes, I did yes. not realize we were this delinquent with our emails. But we definitely thank you for doing that little contest you did on the Moeekin uh, Facebook group page, you know, the Where Am I kind of thing, and the, got the winners and all that and sent out the prize. We definitely appreciate that. I know the listeners do. But anyway, they continue with the email. It says, here it is. We did our top five favorite show moments with some honorable mentions. Hope you enjoy. Happy anniversary. Rachel and Josh. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sakes, Kevin. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yes. Dude. A little old, yeah, right? A little old. You talking about from the time that they called in? No, this is probably and from we, November when we turned, uh, what, how old are we now? Six or seven? I forget. I don't know. Oh, wow. Because our birthday, the podcast birthday is in November, 22nd. To well, I'm glad it was yeah. Biden to say, hey, look, let's put this on. That's right. Yeah, we're going to catch <laughs> Thank up. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to play that. While we uh, blow the dust off. Yes. <laughs> But it's a very good Haunted Mansion motif you got on that dust. Okay. It's very good. It's okay. nice. But we're going to go ahead and play your track. And uh, this is their, this was, a, I guess it was a contest that we'd done. Oh. And uh, they, we did a contest? I, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> we don't see I, think, I think they're the only entrants. <laughs> oh, no. So I guess they win. So here's the winning <laughs> track. What? Wait. I have no idea. I really don't remember. All right, let's just play it. Is this a real contest or is this just something that we were just spouting off just because we were half drunk? I think it was a real contest, but we never finished with it okay. i guess the contest is going to be we can remember what it was after they yeah this track. All right, so here, here comes the track here comes the track all right hello it's josh and rachel roberge and we are writing in well not writing <laughs> we're recording in as our artistic contribution for your anniversary the show anniversary so hey kevin danny lee and eli we are excited to be a part of the anniversary. And one of the reasons why we love this show is that out of all the Disney podcasts we listen to, and especially if we're talking about me, I listen to a lot of them, um, you guys are really the only ones that really get your listeners involved and like regularly ask them to be a part of it. And I oh, think that's please really pause. awesome. Yeah, sorry about that. I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so this late. Is- but this is shameful. It's terrible. You are it's awful. This is, I'm, I'm putting this yes. one on you, Kevin. You put it on me. I'll take. I'll take the burden that weight like Samson. You know, because I have not. I didn't even know this email existed. Yep, it's there. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, yeah. Yes, let yes, us know yes, that yeah, these things are out there. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Where are we? We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Involved and like regularly ask them to be a part of it, and I think that's really awesome. It makes you unique. And um, thanks for inviting people to do this artistic contribution. I'm so, so ashamed so right now. Speaking of which, yeah, we uh, they 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 wanted to you know maybe relay their experiences on their last trip, which happened maybe about a few weeks back uh, to Walt Disney World. So uh, I, I believe we owe them. Stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so we'll yes. get you guys on, and we can talk about the unique experiences that you've experienced at Walt Disney World. Because so. we do pride ourselves on like you know like okay, so stuff I've said on Facebook, we don't really cover that on the show so much, but like emails, yeah, yeah, we try and make it a point to do that. Absolutely. So, so here we go. 
thanks for inviting people to do this artistic contribution. So for uh, your anniversary, we thought we would send in. I think that was an edit point. Yeah, that sounds like an <laughs> sounds edit, like point. edit point. Good job, guys. Here we go. A list of our top five uh, favorite Magic Our Way moments. Some of them go back pretty far, um, at least as long as, as we've been listening, which is going on three years now, I think. So. Well, this kind of goes along with all our retro shows we've been doing. I bet you I know Josh's favorite moment. Oh, yeah? Let's see what it is. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Um, yeah, we've, we've been enjoying you guys, your show for, uh, for a long time. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and get started with our, our list. Yeah, so our first, or well, our number five, so I guess fifth favorite Magic Our Way moment comes from when I first started listening. We went on our first Disney vacation in February of 2015, our first Disney vacation as a family at least, and I started listening to your podcast at the end of 2014. And the first episode that I really remember as sort of standing out to me, like, wow, I really enjoy their perspective on things, was Kevin's trip and trip report and tips report um, from his Polynesian vacation. And that episode was number 68. And specifically, I remember both Kevin and Danny talking about their experience at the like makeshift Cinderella's royal table that they opened up at Citrico's that year because they were um, Mm -hmm. renovating Cinderella's royal table in the Magic Kingdom. And we actually did the same thing with our daughter on our first trip, and we thought it was really great. I actually kind of wish they still did that brunch. Um, Me too. It was awesome. So... Yeah, quick pause. Yeah, that was awesome. That really I was. I enjoyed that whole atmosphere, the food. It was great. Who knows? I mean, we were just bitching about Artist Point last year, last week. I mean... Yeah, uh, I know, right? Maybe. It could be a good thing. Here we go. I just really loved Kevin's trip review, and I loved hearing about his trip, and I loved Danny's perspective on, like, they did a lot of the same things. It was cool to hear about it, and it was cool to compare it to our trip that we had just gone on, too. So that really struck me as one of my favorite moments, and I think it's one of the... I think it's the only one on this list that were before Lee and Eli. So, anyway, oh, wow. episode 68. Check. Really, was it? Yeah, we did 68. No kidding. They're taking it back. Wow. Wet behind the ears. Yeah, smell like green. Similac. Yep, we had more hair, <laughs> less gray. Yeah. <laughs> you got pizza. I remember that. We were more cut. Pizza. We had like abs. And uh-huh. It was great. You Dude. Single men at the time. <laughs> Life was was due then. Yes. <laughs> Around that episode 68 time. Cruising down bourbon. That's right. <laughs> I don't know who kids we had with their right. koozies, but it was awesome. Cocktail. <laughs> hitting the club. Yeah, that's right, man. Popping bottles. Downtown Disney, 70s club. Yeah, <laughs> man. Wearing bell bottoms. It's awesome. You had an afro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. You got those bell bottoms that were badass, like Cheek on the good. Man. Yeah, you, you were looking hit- fly. Hitting it down the Soul Train line, doing that there. <laughs> solid, solid. Yeah. Solid like a rock. Anyway. <laughs> Way to go, Ashford. February 15, uh, Trip Report. Uh, so the next uh, item on our list, or the next show on our list, was uh, show number 71. And this was a uh, March Madness I like Madness how they put bracket. the numbers. And I think this I was the, uh, the attractions March Madness bracket, um, which we had a lot of fun with. Uh, this particular episode was really interactive as you're listening. We wrote out the same bracket and, and had our own, um, I guess, March Madness event with the attractions. And um, I, I honestly don't remember which attraction won on the show for us. I think us, it was Splash um, Mountain. I, I would say for us, it was Splash Mountain. And I, oh. I guess that might have been the same one. Um, but yeah. either way, it was just a really fun way to uh, think about 
you know, the, the different things there are to do when you go to the parks and, and what might actually be the best. And, um, yeah, I love listening to those brackets. uh, uh, Those are always some of our favorites are are the bracket shows, but this one in particular was the first one and, and it was just a really enjoyable thing to listen to. Absolutely. Oh, wow. So number three on our list of our favorite Magic Our Way moments is in episode 102. And episode 102 was the episode about the Mouse Mingle website. Oh, where they, yeah. I think they like, tried to actively sell Eli. I'm pretty on- sure they actually did sign him <laughs> up. He was Turkey Leg 69 Yeah. <laughs> that is correct, Josh. We did. He had yes. an account called Turkey Leg 69 and in fact, he was one of our first guests on the show that we ever had when we started interviewing guests. Uh, Mouse Mingle guy was, was he was great. Yeah, he was awesome. We need to have him back on. I remember ta- he he loved talking Disney, and the conversation was just awesome. Just, we can't have him back on until Eli finds love. <laughs> well, you're gonna be, well, gonna we be gotta a while. Ex- we got to explain to him why Eli's not a member anymore. Well, I think there was a show later that I. I Described what happened with that whole experience, and it was nothing on him. But yeah, I ran across somebody, but yeah, it just it didn't work out. Didn't yeah, work out. I'm saying, go find love real quick, and then we'll. Can we heard but do that. Yeah, just real. What's love? Uh, got next to week do work it. for you. Got yeah, that's what that works. I just run outside, like who will love me, and then like I just come back, <laughs> all the phone numbers. And, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that that was a great episode. I remember that. That was a lot of fun. That was the first very first interview. Mm-hmm. That was one of the ones where it, it kind of spoiled us for interviews because we were like, as soon as I saw what that guy did, I'm like, oh, we got to talk to him. Yeah, that fits well with the show, and I think we could have a lot of fun with that. And then you get on the show and you just you vibe and you have a conversation and it's just fun. And it was you, fun, yeah. You're flying by the seat of your pants and then you start interviewing professionals in the business who are a little bit more uptight about what they do for a living. And then, yep. and then that's it. You and know, the floor dropped. You know what I remember <laughs> about that particular show was before the interview was all the banter that we had right before. Oh, with we the got guy, to, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah that was great. Well, yeah, him too, but I'm saying like us because uh, I think we were just talking about oh man real life stuff that was going on and that's when we throw out the karate kid references and i think like that was that the one where you got a toy for lily or something and it broke it was like a castle oh, yeah, or something yeah like, yeah uh, i had the broken pieces yeah yeah explain to listeners eli has been going in the past archives of magic Railway and doing a deep dive on our history shows oh, yeah really? past history. Yeah, yeah that's that's why he's rattling off this mouse mingle thing like he just heard it yesterday i probably because he probably did <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yes that was always one of my favorites to go back and listen to. It yeah, was. that's a fun one. I like that one, too. I keep that saved on my phone, for sure. I wonder if he's still on there. Anyway, so... Uh, Are you still on there, Eli? <laughs> mm. Yes, I still get updates. I, I oh, have you it. still get updates. Okay, yeah. so uh, Rachel, he's still on there. I'm still on um, there. That episode contained a line that Danny... like uh, Something that Danny said that we quote in this house all the time. And I think it really resonated with us because... We understand that not everybody in the world is a big Disney fan like we are, big fans of the parks, you know, likes to listen to podcasts about it, likes to go every year, multiple times a year. And one of the things Danny said was um, essentially that he didn't, that he liked the idea of this website because if he were to have to find a new wife or, you know, or before he met Anna, you know, that he would need somebody who understands what it is to be a true Disney fan and that you go, you know, every moment that, you know, every vacation that you can. And so he said something like, I don't have time to explain to somebody why <laughs> we have to go to Disney every year. And uh, Josh and I quote, quote that around the house all the time. Like, I don't have time to explain to somebody why we are going to go. And the follow-up is, you know, if there's leftover, 
Maybe we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll go. Or we'll go right. back to Disney. Ain't nobody got time Maybe for that. We'll <laughs> and that's how. I ain't got time. <laughs> time. Now you know what I'm bound to somebody while we're going to Disney World again. Yeah, you saw my profile. That's right. I hear you, Dan. <laughs> I hear you too, man. Book Word. of Dan, though. I was already saying, the real bearishes are right, because you didn't, I'm like, oh, wait, the quote, what I said. That's yeah, funny. That, that is absolutely that's true. That's absolutely true. That's that, that is it. Look, that's still every once in a while, it's a battle with my wife. And she's like, we went twice last year. We can skip this year. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got time to explain to you. <laughs> wait, just one word. We nope. need to go. Well, it's it's more than one word. Nope, it's it's one word, and I've I'm put the bill for <laughs> a yes from her means we're we're both contributing to this, and no from her means well, daddy's flying solo in the funds contribution. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're on the hook, huh? Nice. Pretty much. All right, we feel. So. Yeah. Anyway, it just really resonated with us, and it made us laugh. So, um, Danny, that's something that we say to each other around the house especially when we're planning trips all the time so that's a best of for us for sure that's awesome all right so that brings us to number two do you want to talk about number two for us so number two was uh something that we really enjoyed because we got to be a part of it uh it was us along with two other couples and that was episode 152 oh i know this yeah the maui wed game um and it was just a really enjoyable show to record hopefully it was enjoyable for others to listen to i know we uh, we had fun and uh you know it was interesting to see how the other couples would would respond to the questions versus how we would respond and um I think we ended up coming in second there, second, which was, yeah. uh, yes. you know, not ideal, but it was, it was all right. We'll take it. Again, I just think it's an example of how this podcast differs from other ones in the sense that they spend a lot of time and effort trying to get listeners involved and giving somebody else the microphone too. And I think that's awesome. So we loved that. So you want to tease a little bit of what the, may be coming down the pipe with that? We are talking about doing a second Molly Wed game because, uh, you know, they hit it right in the head. That was fun. That, that was, was a lot of that fun. That was a lot of fun to do. The problem is, and, and this is where I'm running into um, issues with it, is that do you have on the defending champions, the Her Church, right. Her Church. to defend their crown? Because they've pretty much, I mean, it's, you can ask a lot of different questions, yeah. but there's only so many questions that really are fun to play with. And right. you have on a whole new set of couples on i mean it's, it's kind of like you need new couples in to go ahead and do it and i've already had two couples commit and I, uh that, that would be the sullivans and mm-hmm. uh surprise couple yeah um but there is a uh a, a third couple i'm trying to kind of you know go ahead and figure out like i remember uh uh was it lisa monday i was thinking about getting her yeah, and G- gt her and on GTO, there and i was like yeah. are y'all married and she's like no and she's like i was like oh shoot and you're like well, why should that matter and i'm like Good question. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that. It's like, but there's there's so many. I mean, that's one thing we're blessed on is that we have a lot of couples that listen to this show. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, and so it's not like you're just hearing from one, but you're hearing from. So it's kind of it's tough. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, you know, well, uh, my, me, I'm envisioning it's like, you know, if we don't have the Hurchers on the Defender Crown, which is fine, uh, I see us doing that maybe once, twice more, and then all of a sudden we get all three champions for the ultimate champion battle out with all new questions and everything else somewhere down the line. You know you know what I want to do? What's that? Uh, and this is uh, something I, I haven't talked talk to y'all about yet, but I think the I'm trying to figure out a way to do it. It's kind of like one of those kids say the darndest things kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like uh, the whole Bill Cosby show and stuff like that, but this time like you have the kids on. Okay. And you ask them about, you know, what their parents do for them in Disney and that kind of thing. Yeah. And you try and go ahead and um, 
But the, the problem with that is that you're asking listeners to put the kids on the line. Right, right. And the kids yeah. might say something like, whoa, wait, edit that out. You know, so Hold I'm trying to Johnny. figure out a way to work something out yeah. to allow. Because, again, we got a lot of great listeners with kids. And yes. And that's why they go is because, well, they go because they're young at heart, but also because it lights them up to see their children smiling ear to ear. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Are, do you plan on asking all the questions in a Bill Cosby voice? <laughs> that is Steve Harvey, I Dude, guess. Uh, man, um, before the conviction, <laughs> maybe that would have been fun. <laughs> BC? Yeah. <laughs> before the conviction, BC? Oh, yeah. Post conviction, PC? Uh, PC? Not so much. Either way, it's still Bill Cosby. That's it, right. It is. <laughs> BC. Man. I guess we got to retire that Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Ah, never. But, you know, uh, really quick. <laughs> uh, never. About that, uh, the. Bollywood game. Yeah. I remember that show took a lot of work to do. Like really? I think that's one of the few times I can honestly say we started that show like what midday. Yes. Yeah, it was and a midday it, show. It was yeah, and then it kind of went right into the evening. So like there was a lot of prep behind that, and uh, I think that was well worth it. And I'm glad everybody had fun on it. It was, yeah. and you know what you don't hear on the show is all the times we had to pause the show so people could write down answers, mm-hmm. and you know, then you had to wait till everyone kind of assembled again. So yeah, it did. It took a while to do that show. Yeah, yeah. I remember I had to escort people outside, mm-hmm. you know, while they're their yeah, because we had a there. couple live in the studio at the same I remember time. Amy yeah. was pregnant at the time that she, uh, her and Andy did it. Yeah, and. Uh, the hormones were flaring in because she was getting very competitive. She was, <laughs> she was not liking it. Even when yeah. there was a brief moment where they were winning and she just looked so angry and yeah. so disgusted. I was like, I am so glad to be the single guy in this one. Like, was like, that was a very intense episode. Absolutely. Right. I was feeling bad. I was like, oh, I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it. Yep. All right. Continuing on with their voicemail. Okay, so our number one favorite Magic Our Way moment is definitely a personal one. I don't be. think it would be number one on everybody's list, but because it is something that we experience as number one on our list. It was going down to Florida for the race, Josh <laughs> versus Lee, yeah. and getting to meet all the guys there. And also uh, Fish on Woo. And did we meet any other fans? I don't uh, think that was it. The Navigators. Oh, there, some of the Navigators were there. Yeah, Rob was there. Yeah, yeah. I remember Rob was It wasn't there. an official meetup because it was kind of like a just, it was a thing that we did, but we never announced it as anything yeah. except for the whole race aspect of it. Yes, we did yeah, advertise yeah. that we were doing a race, if anyone, but we never advertised it as a meetup. And that was pretty, that man, that was a. You know, that was a fun trip. Yes, yeah, it was. That was definitely a fun well, trip. I'm just happy that I got to be number one on the list, even if I think to be number one in the race. So, yeah, he's think, number one on the list. I think you're in like number three, I guess, right? On the list? No. On the race? Number one, the race. The race is the number one thing. I know, but in the actual race, you're like number three. Yeah, oh, the little girl beat you. It was like Josh <laughs> and then the redhead, little redhead girl. And then, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you figure you get to be number one on this? All you did was go lose a race. We're the ones who had to hype this hype thing. Hype the guy. <laughs> Me and Danny's friendship almost got, you know, broken down because of this. What you <laughs> you talking about well, not really but uh, I, know. <laughs> I was trying to still do my hype man stuff but that was fun the whole that setup to that that was a great build up i mean every chance we got to like i remember having josh he came on the show right to, to do a little trash talking with lee yeah he yes did. Yeah. I, I, you know what i remember about that is being like because i'm always like you know paranoid you know when it comes to like disney trips and stuff like that because i'm always i'm pretty easy going but when i'm going to disney like that hypochondriac mind stuff you know, just kind of kicks in. Right. And I just remember being worried that I'm like, man, shoot. 
what if they decide not to do this? Because, <laughs> you know, they're like, ah, oh, shoot, you know what? We're on a vacation. Why run? We could twist an ankle, miss the rest. Because they were still had to run their race, right? That's right. Yeah, they yeah. ran the race, you know, yeah. Why risk it? We're, we're, we're going to bow out of this. But no, man, they went over there. and uh, Champs! Josh smoked him with little trouble. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got a race in like five minutes, but this is no problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's he's it. Like, let, me, let me just use this to stretch for yeah. my race for tomorrow. We dropped dead like right there on the pier. <laughs> that was, and for you crazy. new listeners, if you want to see the footage, it's on our for you. We have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and it's it's probably one of the first videos. It's called the race. You know, it's right there. So check it out. Uh, maybe I'll probably repost the link just so you guys can uh, the new guys can check out uh, what actually went down. Yeah, we do need about. to do something with our YouTube channel. We've we should. Yeah, it. and I have some ideas, and I'll, and I'll disclose that uh, off the air. Uh, but yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. So, um, so that was cool just to like meet people in real life and, um, just kind of hang out and enjoy a couple beers together and walk around Epcot. And it was just really neat to do. And then we like happened to run into them after we finished the half marathon and it felt so good to have like people kind of congratulate us that we knew. (laughs) And, um, it was just a really fun way to connect with the podcast. And so that episode where they talk about the race and, that trip is episode number 100. It's in three different parts. And that was number one on our list, mostly just because it involves getting together and actually meeting you all. And, and we just really appreciated that opportunity. And hopefully it happens again. We're looking forward to that. And uh, we just feel thankful that uh, you guys record the show and, and involve everybody and, and involve us as much as you do. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate everything you guys do. It's enjoyable to listen uh, and hoping that uh, we'll get a chance to meet up with you again soon. Yeah. And so before we head out, I thought we'd just do some quick honorable mentions of just shows that we were thinking of before we put the top five list together. (laughs) And those were um, especially the episode where you had um, Peter on to talk about being a cast member and all yeah. those cool stories about being friends with Tigger. And I just love all of those episodes where he's on. And, and anytime really that you get to hear about the in, inner workings of the park, I think that's cool. So Peter's episodes were definitely on the list. Yeah, those are always fun. Um, I also really enjoyed the prices Right episodes you guys did. Uh, in particular, a favorite moment of mine was when Eli learned how much uh, the Nautilus drink cost, <laughs> and that was the better portion of the episode was uh, you know, $52 for this stupid drink with a submarine uh, mug that you get to bring home. So, um, so again, the price is right. Those were good. I think you guys should do those again uh, sometime in the future. I nominate Rachel to kick anyone's butt on that one. Oh, she'll, wow. she'll waste you. Uh, oh, she'll waste you. Oh, Gauntlet in- thrown, Love down on the floor. In your face. Smacks, All right. I got it right now. I want to put this together as soon as possible. All right. Rachel versus Lisa Monday versus the Raz. There you go. Now, Lisa is the champion, right? Lisa, Lisa is the champion. champion. Yeah. The last one. I yeah. remember. I remember back. I, remember I think back the Raz then. and Rachel, would be, they'd be great, I think. Okay. I think so. That'd be a fun one because they, they all got their knowledge down. Ooh. So, yeah, we got to bring the questions. But that's like a Lee Las Vegas yeah. show. Lee, you're going to have to put that one together. Yeah, you have to take a pause on your hotel. Yeah, yeah we can do it. I've never done the 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 prices right thing, like, but yeah, those are the three I want to see. I want to see those three um, because I'm, I know the Raz and Lisa Monday know their prices, and I know Rachel loves trip planning. Yes, and so she probably researches all those price things too. Yes, 
I think, you know, I think that'd be great. Competition. It would be an interesting dynamic because I think Rachel would probably have it all over them when it comes to the hotels and trip planning aspect of it. But they would have the advantage, uh, especially the Raz from having gone to the park so much yeah. and buying things. And I don't think we've ever had the Raz on the show. I think it'd be a good way to have her. Yeah, that'd be nice on the show. Cause that's it. Look, everything y'all say, guys, y'all are so flattering. And, and, as we listen to your message from like eight months ago <laughs> and talking about how we try to get the listeners included. And the truth of the matter is we do try our best to go ahead and think of ways to get the listeners included. Uh, but it's tough. It's tough yeah. to kind of keep coming up with uh, new concepts and, and ways in, in order to kind of bring that out besides just doing trip reports over and over and over and over yeah, again. Right. Uh, so we try to think of something new and inventive that maybe hasn't quite been done because so many people have gone and, you know... It's, a lot of people do it. The same yeah. thing over and over. And so we just want to, you know, us being creative buffs, we artistic buffs. We're trying to think of a better way to, to spotlight uh, the creativity and the talents and the, and the experiences of our yeah. listeners. And every aspect of Disney that there is, man, right. from the movies, not just the parks, but the movies to the, uh, the cruise ships to anything that involves Disney. Yeah, we want we want to explore it, and we're never beyond a listener pitching us an idea for a show. And if it's a good idea, it's yeah, we'll we'll do yeah, it. We'll do it for question. sure, absolutely. Yeah, but but no, those 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 are just really fun to listen to. I love hearing the trip reports; those are great. Um, we also really strongly considered, like almost was on the list, the episode with Paul Torgino. I'm um, talking about Beastly Kingdom oh, and just yeah. being an Imagineer. That was so cool. And actually, also, uh, Raleigh Crump um, was oh, yeah. a, a really interesting ish interview to listen to as well. So anytime you're able to get uh, a former Imagineer or um, you know anyone that's been deeply involved like that, um, it's just really great to listen to. And there's a ton more. I mean, we could list a bunch. We, we listen every week. But um, you know, your movie reviews are great. Those are just all some examples of episodes that we threw around that we almost put on the list. I know Josh talked about um, way back in January 2015, you did a Run Disney episode that we thought was cool. And that was the uh, the impetus of uh, me writing in and, and starting the whole race. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, happy anniversary. Well, that was back when Lee used to jog. I remember that because we used to do, where is Lee jogging now? And he'd, he'd jog or where he's driving uh, yeah, out. I'm doing more walking in place. Walking in place. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> walking in place. All right. Which couch is Lee sitting on? <laughs> Which side of the couch has the dent in it? Yeah. Well, anyway, happy anniversary to the podcast. Thanks again for all you do. We love listening. We love being a part of the Malican Nation, and we're hoping to be able to meet up in the flesh again soon. And we're looking forward to maybe a cruise show in February and whatever else you guys have planned. Uh, like always, just give us a call if you want us. We're happy to come on anytime. Magic out. Oh, wow. Hey, yes, absolutely. We'll get Hold you on up. the show soon. Wait a minute. <laughs> yes. Hold up. Wait a minute. A cruise show in February. We did that. With them? No, 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 no. They, they, yeah, we did. Like, didn't we we, we did. did Rick Suero. No, before no, we did Rick that. Suero, we did my, rev- we did That's my thing. That's right. Yes. We yeah. did do that. Okay, yeah, thank they, they, God. We did, yeah. I did two cruise shows. One was with them because yes. they were on a cruise, yes. I think, the week after me. And yes. the second one was. And then okay. Rick was three weeks after us. Because he did the Marvel one. Yeah, he did the Marvel cruise out of Miami, which was really cool, too. Yes. Yeah, it was a fun thing okay. to do. To talk about as well. I remember that. I was going to say, don't tell me we, we stiffed them twice. No, 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 no. We got them on uh, since since they sent that. No, it's Good. in there. It's in, the, it's in the list, Dano. It's in the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't like that, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 yes, that's the one thing where it's like you're trying to stay uh, uh, on top of um, but yeah, Thank you guys for sending that. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah, it's late. We definitely pre- uh, 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 apologize for that. 
Um, but a lot of times when we do the show, we try not to make it terribly long. So yes. sometimes it makes it hard to kind of fit in some guest service stuff. Uh, but yeah, shows like this, we can definitely uh, make that up to you guys. And we will definitely get you guys on the show to talk about your last trip for sure. Uh, yeah. So we'll definitely work that into our recording schedule in the very, very, very near future for sure. And that Paul Torgino episode, that was, a, that was a dream come true for me because I did not realize how much he was involved in Beastly Kingdom yeah. until I got, and as a huge fan, yeah, <laughs> that was... I didn't realize awesome, yeah. how much of his work I admired. I thought he just did the concept art for the Dragon's Tower. I didn't realize he did so much more. Yeah, I remember when we were planning that show, we didn't know what to expect. No. And it, it was just incredible. Yeah, he Absolutely was very incredible. giving it was very nice. time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and and Roly, the, interv- the interview with him was just classic. That oh, was yeah. Very, that was fun. I, I learned was so much treat, from man. that. I really did. Them and uh, even the cockerels, you know, Dan and his <sighs> dad, Lee. I mean, Both. Lee, I remember when Lee was on. We got to get him back on again just to chat. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he, him and his son are both guys. I would just sit around, have a beer, yeah, maybe even a cigar if they did that thing, and just kind of just chat about just like, live. You raised Disney. that boy good. That's right. right. Just talk about anything. You know, we can talk about fried chicken all day long. You know, it's, it's just whatever. <laughs> just, talk to him about just down home. You know, see CEO, their CEOs. You know, they're high, but man, they're just so genuine. It was just awesome. I was wondering what it was the fried chicken. Is no, it? no, I was, just, I was just throwing it out there. It's just. I, mean, like, who I, mean, like, I was just saying, Colonel so, Sanders. Yeah, yeah, you like doing spicy, extra spicy, or original? <laughs> well, you are. Anyway, yeah. So, guys, thank you very much. <laughs> if you want to record something like the uh, Rebeggers did, you're more than welcome to do that. We would definitely play it on the air, unedited, just like it, unless you edit yourself. Uh, but we will eventually play it on the show. And um, yeah, so here, here comes our next one. Who's next? And next, at least this next email is from this year, from 2018. So we're good, early <laughs> in the year. And this is from Stephen Downs. Hey, okay. hey. And he's writing in in regards to our Eigner versus Eisner show. Oh, I- wow. Eigner? Eigner. I said Eigner again. Eigner versus Eisner <laughs> show. Eigner. And he says, hey, guys, Stephen Downs here. I just wanted to chip in here a little bit on the debate you had in the most recent episode. I don't have a huge stance on this since I was initially leaning towards Eiger, but you guys made a decent argument for Eisner, which I wasn't expecting. Granted, the debate provided seemed a little narrow since you only looked at Walt Disney World. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. Under Iger, I have seen a ton of updates to California's parks. I want to start with Disneyland. Iger's reign produced several experiences that complemented the history and themes that make the park special. Off the top of my head, we got the Hackbox Ghost back, a much updated and improved Abominable Snowman in the Matterhorn. Sorry, Everest. (laughs) No no apologies there, man. You you got us beat. Yeah. Updated special effects. I don't s- claim that. Uh-uh. I'm Disneyland all the way. Oh, uh-uh. No, uh-uh. I'll take I'll it. I'm claiming that. That's I right. want none of that. And he continues on. He says, updated special effects on several Fantasyland dark rides. Several overlays to Ma- Space Mountain. I believe Ghost of Galaxy started after 2005. I'm not sure. However, Hyperspace Mountain was phenomenal, and uh, that was certainly under Iger's rule. A Hyperspace Mountain was phenomenal. Yeah. I thought that was going to be just a little eh, nothing thing. But it was awesome. Oof. That was, that was intense. Awesome. And uh, he says a few attractions were added to Disneyland, but there is a problem with space. So I think these updates to the rides is acceptable. Would have loved to see something done with the people mover track, though. You know, this is one of the... Is that the end of the email? No, there's a, there's a little oh, bit more. Okay, I was going to say real quick. This is one of those things to where you just saw firsthand exactly why it is so hard. Like, listening at home or, you know, even doing the show, the idea of coming up with podcast topics, it seems so simple. 
But it's not enough to just come up with a topic. You have to be able to think through, how's that going to work? And it wasn't supposed to be a Walt Disney World only debate. But once you start drawing in different elements of it, mm-hmm. the scope of that show was just massive. It's too big. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just too big to do in terms of one show. And um, I didn't realize it until I really started like breaking it down into the categories that we were going to use. And unfortunately, realized way too late in the process, oh my God, this is a lot of information. We mm. need to narrow it. We need to cut it down. We need to do it just solely for this one uh, particular place because, you know, yeah, it's just, it, we would have been talking for hours. Exactly, yeah. All right, so he continues. He says, on top of these attractions improvements, Disneyland has had a few unique experiences, which I do not know of ever happening in another theme park. There was an interactive role-playing game in Frontierland. I think it was called Legends of Frontierland that ran through a summer. This opened up the land to new possibilities and interactions with cast members and made the land feel more like than the area around Big Thunder Mountain. While it distracted from the task at hand of riding every ride possible, you know how Disneyland is typically done, yeah. it was pretty well executed. And now that I think about it, of it, it really foreshadows what they might have been working on for Galaxy's Edge. Ah, nicely mm, done. Yeah. Another interactive experience like this was in Adventureland, but I don't know as much about it and don't think it was as successful. These examples of new theme park experiences might be similar to those found in Walt Disney World with pirates, experiences, and the sources of the Magic Kingdom, but I am not familiar with those, so I cannot compare the two. Mm-hmm. The bigger example is California Adventure. That park was given the go by Eisner and opened in 2001 at the cost of roughly $600 million. It was a huge flop, which Eisner, uh, Iger inherited. I keep saying Eisner. <laughs> Um, which Iger inherited and had to save $1.1 billion later, nearly double the initial cost of the building of that park. Mm-hmm. We had the new Disney's California Adventure with Buena Vista Street and Cars Land. I would say that Radiator Springs Racers would contend with some of the better rides that opened under Eisner, and Cars Land is one of the best-themed areas to open anywhere. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that as well. The only thing I would uh, say to that is that Cars Land is kind of... I don't want to say a clone because it's clearly not, but mm-hmm. it is heavily inspired by Test Track, the original Test Track. Well, yeah, the ride system is the same as the Radiator Springs, but I think it's a maybe even a better use of it. It's they a race. better yes. use of it. It, it. Yeah, it's it's one of the ones where this you know the sequel outdid the original kind of yes. thing. Yes, yes. Um, and in fact, the original doesn't exist, so I guess it can lay claim on yeah really being the thing. But uh, yeah, that would be the one thing I would take away from that is it's. Not necessarily an original use of uh, a ride system, but it is a perfect use yes. of that. I mean, yes. the, the, yeah, the whole idea of a test track versus actually going for a race in Radiator Springs. I mean, yeah, it, it was just perfect. It, it's my, like I said, it took over my daughter's new favorite ride. It was our favorite ride to ride as a family. A lot of fun. Radiator Springs Absolutely. Racers, yeah, it's a quintessential, I would say, uh, States, not yeah, stateside. Stateside, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Disney attraction. I would yeah, say, I would say, I would agree with that. Absolutely, no, that's, that's a great use of that ride system for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he continues. He says other critically acclaimed attractions include the Ratatouille attraction in Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris, of which I have heard great things. It's coming to Epcot, so that's got to mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland's Mystic Manor and Iron Man's Experience are also some great attractions under Iger. And don't forget about Shanghai Disney. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure looks so crazy cool, and the Tron Light Cycle Coaster is popular enough to come to the States. When you say Iger isn't gutsy enough to take risks, you're sort of right. 
He just doesn't take them in the domestic parks. Well, he doesn't take it while he's foot in the bill. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone else is willing to pay for it, sure. Yeah, that, that's that and that's a real business too. It's like using other people's money. Yes, and then yeah. well, but look, it's it's a Walt Disney strategy. Hey, look, you're going to pay for me to go ahead and develop great moments with Mr. Lincoln, Small World. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure, go ahead and do that, and I'll just bring it all in my park. So it's smart in that they use other people's money to go ahead and do it. Then these people get exclusive rights. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was a deal with Ratatouille is that they had the exclusive rights for so long. And now finally Disney can say, okay, we're going to bring it now yeah. and bring it um, stateside. Same with Tron. Uh, who knows if we'll ever see that Pirates ride, but that looks that that unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So continue on. He says, now we have Marvel and Star Wars coming. Marvel was announced for DCA earlier this month, April 2018, if this gets read in the far future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we all know about Star Wars. I'll just write about Star Wars for now since we know next to nothing about Marvel except that it exists. Yay. I'm not a fan of simulator rides. Flat Me either. Oh, come on. Huh? Simulator rides suck. Nah, it depends on what ride you're on. Name a good simulator ride besides Soren. Simulator ride? You didn't like, you didn't like Flight's Passage? You like that? Yeah, all right. You were saying all right as in I'm right. You said eh, it was all right. Both. I mean, I'm giving you credit for being right, but it's still only all right. It's I. It's I. It's, it's not I. It's more than all right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that it's okay. I st- can I tell you, like, as soon as we were towards the end, I won it off. I mean, as soon as we were done, I bought a T-shirt. I, I bought a T-shirt, too, but it didn't mean that, you know, I hey, I love my, my T-shirt didn't say I love simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go simulate a ride again. Simulate that. <laughs> uh, simulate that. Yeah. I, I mean, I hit. I mean, like to, to each his own. I, yeah, I, yeah. I totally respect that. But yeah, I'm a big fan of them. I, I, I love them. No, I'm a yeah. visual guy, so I, I like to see. Well, Stephen's on the side of Danny, of course, and he says, "Flat and simple." Oh, why, of course, what is of course? Because he no, agreed no. with you. It, he agreed with you initially. In the statement. Okay. Well, yep, but so. I mean, he's just because he's got taste. <laughs> <laughs> Believes in more than just sitting in front of a movie screen. Like you watch a TV all day, so <laughs> simulators are good for you. <laughs> no, that may, well, that makes me a harsher critic of, of of video because I watch TV all day. Well, your TV don't move. <laughs> Huh? Your seats don't vibrate. Well, if I could get my seats Unless to vibrate, going by. I'm gonna say, <laughs> if I could get that to happen, I wouldn't be sitting right here. I'd be calling you on Skype because I'd never leave the house if my I seats think he's get got vibrate. A little box that he puts a quarter in and it starts vibrating. Oh, is that yeah. how it works? Yeah, that's that's, that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, you know, when the dump truck passes by, my house moves. Yeah. Absolutely. Or somebody, right. somebody's putting garbage in your can. Yeah, you, you know, know, something like that. I got a sensor for that neighbor. I'm watching them. Got Please. my ring camera on them. But Steven <laughs> says, flat and simple, I'm not looking forward to Millennium Falcon ride much at all. I'll ride it, probably crash the ship, then feel sick as the cast members berate me for doing such a poor job of being Han Solo. Absolutely. I just said the same thing the other day. That is uh, very insightful. Steven is, yes. again, our smarter. He knew to evict Grandpa Eli, and he knew <laughs> enough that simulated Get that family out of this. <laughs> <laughs> You evicted him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's my family. That's <laughs> do what I want. But he does say it does look like a great addition, though, and younger audiences will love it. The escape from the First Order thing looks fine. A big showroom is neat, and I'm interested in the ride technology, but I'm really just looking forward to soaking in the environment. Oh, wow. Yep. He says the smells, sounds, and sights feel. This is what makes Disney's park stand out. That's what's great about Animal Kingdom. Eisner, I know, but Pandora is Iger. And what about Cars Land and the Grizzly Peak area at DCA, updated under Iger? And Adventureland, I favor DL's version, but Walt Disney World is good too. And New Orleans Square. These places don't cost an extra charge aside from entry and to experience, although I've heard Galaxy's Edge might, 
and they are the bread and butter of a Disney experience. The theming, who knew that it wasn't a word? This is where Iger succeeded and where he royally effed up. <laughs> ah, so should we do that maybe as a potential future show, Eisner versus Iger Disneyland? Yes, absolutely. You think so? I should, think we should, should we wait until after we do our meetup so Lee and uh, oh, yeah, Lee yeah, has, has experienced it? I, I think, would. Yes. I mean, it depends on when you want it to fall. I mean, do I think it's a good idea for us to experience it? Yes. But if for the, for the sake of, I mean, you know, we could do research and still have that debate if it's hot, you know? Uh, you can have Stephen Downs come on the show. I agree. Yeah, Let's have can, Stephen come on the show. Stephen wants to come on the show to talk about Evermore. That new uh, yeah, that little theme, theme park, park that yeah. opened up, and I'm kind of curious to hear about it because that uh, again, that seems to me to be kind of like what he was talking about that Frontierland, that uh, the Gold Rush game mm-hmm. they was talking about, which uh, that yes, that seems like an exact precursor. It looks like it's almost like you kind of been seeing where their heads been at all along. Yeah, which is like this is where we want to go with things. Evermore is is also kind of a similar thing. Right. So I'd be curious to see exactly how they implemented it and how enjoyable it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm, there right. you go. And he continues on. I know I just went on a long rant about the cool things Iger has done. And while they're great and all, Danny hit the nail on the head when he brought up the bungalows. They done goofed when it comes to prioritizing the rich people. Yes. (laughs) Remember that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He he said, Danny talked about the bungalows and I'll talk about Club 33. A couple of years ago, they did some updates to Club 33, which I just abhor. I have no problem with the club existing. That's totally fine. What they did, though, is make way make it way bigger so it takes up nearly all the space in the second story of New Orleans Square, NOS for future reference. Now, instead of it being a somewhat hidden away secret that some people knew about, it is very obviously something that exists and can almost be flaunted in front of the guests who cannot go. Hmm. When exploring experiencing the twists and turns of New Orleans Square, you can now find one overhead walkway with humongous windows looking directly into the club. Uh-huh. To me, it is a very jarring break from the story trying to be told because it completely destroys the forced perspective of the area and really just lets people know that there is something catered to those rich enough to get in that everyone else isn't important enough to experience. Hmm. Also, in another part of the building that overlooks the rivers of America, they put in a window which is purposefully not centered outside so it's centered on the inside. Overall, it has tarnished what was once a great themed area. It used to be my favorite because the attractions and theming seemed to fit together, but with that change, the attractions are really the main things holding up that area. Anyways, like I said, I don't have strong feelings about it one way or the other. I'm sure, uh, given research, I could write a similar email about Eisner's achievements. I'm just way more familiar with Iger's work since I grew up with him in command. Thanks for the show, guys. If you plan on continuing this conversation for the rest of the parks, I would love to call in and discuss it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, sir. Look at that. They're one step ahead of us. I think, again, though, you do something like that. A month ago, they were one step yeah. ahead yeah. of us. <laughs> Not that hard. We prepared. Like Paul Abdul, two steps forward, one step, one step back. back. Yeah. Opposite track. Opposite track. Yeah. No, uh, a lot of good points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say what you will about the uh, new Disney Corporation, but, yeah, they don't they don't leave a dime on the table. That's for sure. No, nope, because so, it's all that you want. Yeah, unless uh, there's some kind of public uh, pressure or uh, like a backlash, like some kind of a thing. Their goal is to maximize the dollar. I mean, we talked about it last week with yeah. how they're uh, ours points. Nice. We're getting some money, but not enough. <laughs> right. We're not getting enough play out of this up show. I mean, 
not up show, but the flight to wonder. Let's go ahead yeah. and do this. Uh, yeah, they're they're very proactive in figuring out new and inventive ways of making money off of their intellectual property, and mm-hmm. good for them, I suppose. Bet necessarily good for the consumer because, like you said, and I wasn't privy enough to see that. I didn't notice that when I was there, where you could look right into the club. Uh, there was a walkway that you can go through. I, I certainly didn't notice that. I wish I would have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, once you start, that's where I have a problem with all this uh, stuff. Is once you like the bungalows. Bungalow. Once you start putting in the casual um, park goer's face to where you, now you're taking away from them to give mm-hmm. to the super rich, where you've taken away that view from uh, the castle, from the beach of the Polynesian, that's when I have a problem with what you're doing. It's like, yeah, go ahead and, you know, if there's people out there willing to pay for it, God bless them. Let them have it. Uh, just don't take away from the experience that the, the everyday fan who's scraping together every last dime to take their kids on an unbelievable vacation. Right. Don't take away from them in order to give to others. Right. I mean, I don't want to, I want to go there and just think I'm equal with everybody else. I definitely mm-hmm. don't need it thrown in my face that, you know, yeah, I'm richer than you. Cause that that's, that's right. what you call going to work. $52. What? Now, you know, there are people <laughs> like when you see the people walking around with the plaids and stuff, I mean, you know, there are people who are getting it better than you. Right, but right, it's but not, it's not. Yeah, it's not in your. Like, you don't see that they're skipping you in line. Right. <laughs> no. I mean, you may as well have like uh, what's his Mister Moneybags from the Monopoly game just hanging out, you know, in front of the bungalow. Don't that, pass, that go. Yeah. Right. Don't pass here. Go straight to jail. You too broke. <laughs> don't collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. Don't collect two hundred dollars from here. That's our job. You know, like most of the shows that we've done, mm-hmm. I'd say like uh, say in the past like two three months, whatever we cover like just quick little articles and. It's been like, you know, with the parking lot, there was what we did. We actually finished the show. We found the topic, and I think it was like like uh, some sort of like price tiering. And you remember that? Like you were hosting the do, show. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, like most of the stuff that we cover, yeah, we want to cover stuff that's fun about the parks and everything. But, yeah, I think finance is a huge aspect uh, of the park and of our lives. That's like, you know, that's one of those things that definitely connects us all together. And mm-hmm. It's crazy to think in one show, if you listen like months back, we're like, eh, maybe the pricing for this park lot won't be as bad. Maybe they'll do this because of the gondolas. And then like you fast forward mm-hmm. like some other episodes like, God damn, they charge that much for this. Like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Burger, burger, burger. What the hell they do? You know? and, and yeah, and it's like it just it, it, it does. It, it is something that uh, that keeps going. So absolutely. Yeah. And it, ah, yeah. Whew, thank you. You feel better? Yes, I do. You look better. It's great. <laughs> yes. <sighs> and he's looking at you from behind. Yes, I am. Yes, there you go. So we're catching you both sides. Get that free shot. He, Danny got the front. I got the back. Boom. Who wants some love? Boom. There it is. Coming at you from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, thank you for writing in, man. We definitely appreciate it. And uh, listeners, you too can write in. Show at magicalway.com. And we will read your email uncensored and just as you wrote it. Anything else from 2016? I uh, know. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's All it. All right. We got the DeLorean. Yay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, our, our, our listeners, you know, uh, we encourage them to speak and stuff. And we, we, we were able to get uh, some time to get those two, uh, the voicemail and email in. Um, we have two more left, uh, one from Grub and one from another one from Stephen Downs. 
uh, from early this year, but we'll definitely get to that to another uh, guest services, which we'll do in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fear not, we will get to those emails. And if you guys want to write in any questions, whatever else, any comments, we will get to them for sure. Definitely. I keep track of the order that they come in and we'll read them in the order that they have arrived to us. So show at magicaway.com. Uh, you can record something and send it in to the same email. Uh, we got a voicemail, one eight one five my weekend six six nine four two two six. You can do any of those kinds of things. Listen at the end of the show; we'll give you more details. But uh, anyway, guys, on with the show. And of course, guys, you know what that music means. It's time for our Marvel moment. Monet? Monet? Lisa Bonet? Lisa Monet? Oh, Lisa Mo- Monet. That's my favorite. Lisa Bonet. Almost as good as Lisa Bonet. <laughs> <laughs> that's her sister. Except her. she's a masterpiece. Oh, she's a, yeah. That's right. She's a she Monet. A master- she's a Monet. Not a Monet. She's Bodacious. A Monet. Not mayonnaise. Just a Monet. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Mo- Monet-anaise. But anyway, you guys, yeah, you know, this week is an Eli show. Yes. And we did a little Facebook Live last week to kind of tease what we're releasing today. And today's Wandu Wednesday, number 236. Eli is going to talk about the adventures, the adventures, the adventures Adventures of the Avengers, the Disney Adventurers Club. No, (laughs) Avengers. So, Eli, tell them what what we're we're about to chat about here. Yes. So, here's the thing. What's the thing? Here's the thing. Take a drink. We, we, you know, like, you know, you know, Hercule. you know, como se dice, como se dice, yes, I, a lot of times so. cultural appropriations, I don't appreciate No, I'm that. trying to expand my vocabulary, <laughs> that's what's happening, but you're stealing my people's vocabulary to do it, that's your people's, I'm, your people's como my se people's, dice, man, that's como uh, se people. Italian, oh, no, oh, my bad, well, aloha, motherfucker, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I love it, I love it, all right, okay, so, <laughs> So the main, the main thing is this. We talked uh, a while back. We did the uh, Infinity War review, and we had other talks leading up to that about where would the Marvel Cinematic Universe go? I mean, because you've already had Civil War. That's technically not fully resolved. Right. And you have the Infinity War itself, so heroes are disappearing. We have to wait some time before we see who appears and who does it. Mm-hmm. But we also have a different spring of heroes that are, that are coming out. In the spring, well, you know, uh, a, a new uh, upstart, if you will. You know, you're gonna have your your Captain Marvels and you know more Guardians and Celestials for all we might know. But as well as that, I looked at the overall act of the different Marvel characters that are out and around, and so I happened to say to myself, "Hey, comic guru, wasn't there a <laughs> book?" That kind of had some of these characters in there that was like a real good read, and I, I stumbled upon it. So what I'm going to do is... Is that what you call yourself when you're alone? Comic guru? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just, <laughs> and I said, self, self. So, <laughs> comic guru says, what do you say, comic guru? You're the comic guru. I was brushing my teeth in the morning. I'm looking at that comic guru in the mirror, and I'm like, damn, that's one handsome comic guru. I was like, something good. I said, comic guru, I wish I had a female companion. Yeah. <laughs> female comic guru. And you guru. said, comic guru, I agree with you. Oh, I agree with you, comic guru. Who wants to love the comic guru? Turkey leg 69. I was masturbating the other day. I said, comic guru, you're the best I ever had. <laughs> and then I was like, comic guru, I need a cigarette. The comic guru said, man, you're the master debater. <laughs> so... <laughs> How do you follow that? Uh, I don't know. So, okay. So, what I did was... Uh, I'm a guru, you would know. I, well, you know, I did know. 
Oh, I picked so I good picked gurus is, any good, is, is any gurus, gurus is good, good gurus is good kind of good guru. Now you know. It's all a story. And no one's half the, the battle. G.I. Joe. G. Here's the thing. G.I. Guru. You know? You know you know. Hurt you. Oh, you know. <laughs> Hurt you that. Hurt you this. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and give you a, a roll. Please hammer, don't hurt you. <laughs> hurt you. Uh-oh. 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 He could hurt you. That is the most dated reference we've done. That, that is not the most far. dated. We've hit like the 70s. You're right. And we brought up Taxi. Never mind. We brought up Taxi. Yeah, I did. Well, y'all I did a very taxi. good gym impression. I listened to this show last what week. What does the yellow light mean? <laughs> Slow down. What <laughs> does a yellow light <laughs> One of my favorite episodes. Sorry. Oh, Mine too. Oh, that was good. I, I cried I went for hours. Yes. This is slow down. Slow down. He looks around. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever watch it, clip back, you see them crack up at the very end of it. They're dying. Yes, because dying. They, they, on, they broke character on yeah. set and they, they just left it in. <laughs> it, was, it gotten so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know. It was good. Oh, my God. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so back to the hercher. Oh, back, back to, to the hercher. Yeah. So I picked this comic called uh, New Hurchers. No, I mean New Avengers. <laughs> uh, it was a book uh, made in 2010, and the significance is is that it took place after Civil War in the comics. So in other words, if the Marvel Cinematic Universe wanted to look at some different avenues and some other ways to bring in new characters. This may be something that they may consider. So for you guys' attention and entertainment, I'm going to provide you, number one, with the roll call of these characters. Some you may have heard of, some you may not have heard of. And then I'm just going to give you a quick synopsis of the first arc of the series. And you may want to check out the series. What's a synopsis? A synopsis is like a, a summary it's a, it was like 30 issues, so I, I didn't want to go through 30 issues in one episode. Maybe I will come back to it, but this is just an arc. So this is one adventure that they had, and it took six issues to do it. Gotcha. So it's a summary. A summary. Ah, Not yes. a submarine, but a summary. I yes. thought a synopsis was six issues, but it's a summary. Yes, it's a summary. It's like oh, six if, issues. Like if you know, if you would like to pitch your your Is story, it a plethora of a summary. No, no, jefe. <laughs> Tell me, Eli, do you know what the plethora is? It's a synopsis. <laughs> Tell me, Eli, do you know what a bucky's is? <laughs> that is for Lee. <laughs> Lee, what are you doing? Booking vacations? I'm just listening. <laughs> well, this one, this waiting one, to, waiting to interject and to. Speak over everyone else on the show. Just making it to be racist. Yeah, <laughs> trip, 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 trip. <laughs> make, make, don't want to make anybody pee. Excuse me, Mr. Lastavica. Ah. I do not have your booking <laughs> capability. Could <laughs> <laughs> it be that Tony's is actually a decent place to eat? <laughs> you done made por favor. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all, right, all good. You're kidding. It's all good. All right, so look, this is what I'm going to do first. So, new Avengers Royal Karma. Run these guys by you. All right, let you know what they do. You can tell me if you've, you know, heard of them or not. All right, yes, so, yes. All right, so first off, roll call. Come to the stage. Leader of the group is Luke Cage. Yes, Luke Cage. Now maybe I used him in uh, Mortal Kombat. Is he the a lot. Same, 
That Johnny Cage, man. Johnny Cage, you Cage, man. The boy with the sunglasses. Get over here. The white boy with the sunglasses. That's the guy that did the Van Damme split and he punched in the balls. Right. I was like, no, that's my man. That's Johnny Cage. Sorry, wrong. That's his other brother from another mother. Right, on the Jenkins side. On the Jenkins side. That do the shadow kick. Other brother from a different mother of a different color. Yes. Yes. Still named Cage, though. He live up there like on Long Island where Rick Swerver lives. If his mama call him Cage, I'm calling him Cage. That's right. Then one of them good white boys. Good dude, good dude, good stock, <laughs> good stock, good breed of cage. <laughs> so, uh, if you if you've seen the Netflix series that Luke Cage has his own, you know, his own show in there. Yeah, I've not seen that. Series. I haven't seen that yet either. But uh, yeah, it did it's because it's good. you know why it's Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and we can, have you seen it? Really? I've seen the first half of the season. Exactly. <laughs> I've seen the first half, and I and I and I'll go into. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. get the roll call. Right, so cool. I heard Luke Cage. We heard so, Luke Cage. so Luke Cage, so one of his main powers is essentially he has unbreakable skin. So he's bulletproof and all kind of proof. His skin just doesn't, doesn't hey, break. you know, my wife says black don't crack. No, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can even put lotion on it if that helps. That's right. When they get older, black don't crack. No, we still look young, even when we old. Right? I know. Look at you. Okay, so, uh, so Luke Cage has unbreakable skin. So essentially, he's invulnerable to any projectiles. And he also has super strength as well. It's not really tested as to how strong he is mm-hmm. because he's usually just in like an urban setting. So like he could lift a truck. He could, you know, uh, lift big rocks off you. But I don't know if he can move a planet. He hasn't been given that shot yet. Uh, Jessica Jones. Can he breathe in space? You know, I would think he can't. Well, then he probably can't move a planet unless they gave him like uh you think you give him a spacesuit? They even put Superman in spacesuit in like cartoons, and he's still like a move stuff. Why does Superman need a spacesuit? He's I, an alien. I don't know. I ain't make the cartoon. I'm just saying they they, right. they put him in it. It might be like, hey, maybe you know he has asthma when he gets to the outer atmosphere or something. Could be asthma. What's asthma? <laughs> <laughs> he's got phasma. Yeah, that's plasma's cousin on his daddy's side. All right, removed. So All right. okay, next? we got Luke Cage. Uh, Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Luke Cage. Who's next? Luke Cage. Super strength. Jessica Jones is his wife. It sounds like a Jetsons intro. They got a baby. They yeah. have a baby. Yes, they do. And uh, his so- boy Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there. That. So yeah, she mainly has flight and strength and great maternal instincts. Uh, next up is the thing. So from the Fantastic Four, it's clobbering time. It's clobbering time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now you have added strength to the team. So rock like skin. Super strength is the thing, and you know he never wears pants. I never super understand. strength and in and and what do you call it? Uh, like just that rock and vulnerable skin. Yeah, vulnerable that, skin. Yeah. it's kind of like redundant, isn't it? As far as the two characters, yes, they yeah, kind of serve the same function. Uh, essentially, okay, essentially, yeah. And I agree. It's just like it's like an all strength team. Yes, you know, pretty much. Okay, which I don't mind, but yeah, um, Iron Fist. Who is uh, best friends with uh, Luke Cage? Luke Cage, Cage yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, master of the martial arts. He basically uh, can take his chi, so his you know, hey, his his strength. And what does he do with his cheek? <laughs> he does a little strut with it. Oh, you know? okay. He takes his cheek and then he puts all of the power of the chi and the cheek of his cheeks, of the cheek, of the chi of the cheek. So it's like chi cheek. Puts it together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he can take all of all the power of his martial arts and combine it into this energy in his fist. So he makes his fist pretty much indestructible. He could bust anything with it. So bust he, a nut. He, he definitely could puzzle somebody's nut. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, talk about a guy named Iron Fist being able to bust a nut. That's what the <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's some serious alone time there. He, he That's some serious power. Fire character or whatever. I can't remember his name. What? 
Was it Vega? Uh, was the one with the claws or whatever? Or oh, yeah. You're talking about Vega. Yeah, the, the way he Vega's looks, the I guess. Blo- with the claws, Oh, right. yes, yeah. yeah. He's got that he's crazy got the role. same look. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's got yeah, Street like Fighter in the brain, Mortal Dumb. Kombat. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Um, he's more like a Ryu, though. He had to put it on somebody, I, I would guess. But, okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, but he's, yeah. and he's, a, he's a rich guy and everything. Like so, He's a rich guy. He's a rich but guy. You know, go ahead. <laughs> but no one understands him but his wallet. It's a bitch guy. <laughs> so yeah, so he can take his his chi and break anything once chi. he makes his iron fist, hence mm-hmm. the name. Captain Marvel. How do you break things with T? Hmm? I said how do you no, break he's, things he's with T? He's stuff with his D. Oh well, no, it's chi. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm chi. thinking chai. <laughs> yeah, chai. <laughs> Little sour creams and chives. Well, you thought you said a D. He broke. He breaks things with his D. Well, nah, nah I didn't read that. Is that how you issue. pronounce it? Was it chi? chi is it chai or is it chai? Yeah. Chai. Is uh, chai? I thought it was chi. I think chai, 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 chai is like a T. Chai is a T. C H I is chi. Chi. But T C H A I is chai. Okay. No, but I'm just yeah, it's chi. I'm and talking about T C H A L L A is T'Challa. Does he get his chi from his chai? <laughs> <laughs> it's like good protein. Exactly. <laughs> he gets it from his mama's side though. <laughs> the mama's side of chi. The mama's side of chi. Why she's yeah. making chives. Mama call him chi, I'm gonna call him chi. There it is. I'm gonna say mama's a monku son. Next up, coming to the stage, Captain Marvel. Now, uh, in this version, <laughs> it, she that doesn't. She's female. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I am. Uh, it doesn't look like the one that's coming out uh, in the future, but it's the same general character, right? So you, you're talking to a lady. Is this here. Marvel or Marvel? No, Marvel. Marvel, yeah. Marvel. Not yeah. Miss Marvel. Captain yeah. Marvel. Well, you know what? That's you're right. That's that's kind of tricky. But in this one, we have to say Miss Marvel. Oh, okay. Miss but it's like Marvel. the same character who becomes Captain Marvel. It's Miss Marvel if you're nasty. <laughs> if you're really good. No, my first name ain't Captain. It's Marvel. It's, it's, it's Marvel. Mrs. It's Miss Marvel. <laughs> it's Marvel if you're nasty. Nasty <laughs> boys, Avengers. Who wants that Monet Marvel? Who wants that? Lisa Monet. So she can. Uh, so she has flight strength, and she can also like fire laser bolts from her fist. So this is not a chick you want to like piss Iron off. Fist. Well, these characters are very redundant to us. No, far he, no, Iron like Fist. Iron Fist, Fist. Fist cannot project anything from his fist. Now, I heard that she was a lesbian, uh, Captain Marvel. Is that true? <laughs> Speaking well, of fisting, <laughs> fisting while we're yes. on it, uh, it's a, uh, which, which one? This one in particular. Uh, yes, I, Carol Danvers. Yes. Well, in I guess in 2010, she's, she's not. She's not. In the comic book she's is? Oh, in 2010, back then. Yeah. When did she discover her? Oh, boy. Um, You're the comic book. Good Lord, yes, but uh, I, I, I kind of, the sexuality re- re- thing. Recent comics, she, she came out? No, it's, it would have, maybe a few years ago, a few oh, years okay, back. Okay. Like Iceman and North Star, like it was a, it was a thing. I've always found that to be hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. that's when I like. I thought she was boring up until then, and then I started paying attention. You don't think a lady that could fly and, and like lift up stuff and shoot beams out of hands is is not interested enough? She's got. Nope. I thought she was better as Rogue. Well, she gave Rogue. Yeah, she helped. Yeah, give Rogue powers. that's when Rogue got really like awesome. Yeah, because they're awesome powers to have. Man. Rogue was. Yeah, can we talk about Rogue? Is Rogue on the team? No, she's not on. on oh, the that team was my favorite X Men female. Well, we got it. Well, you know, one day we'll we'll go ahead and we'll have to like tackle X Men because I I could I love X Men, 
But um, well, speaking of which, we got an X Men. We the do team. have an X Men on the team. I think he's on like every team Marvel has, and of course, you know that's the the Canadian Destroyer Wolverine, mm. Adamantium Claws. I thought that was Petey Williams. <laughs> Only you and I know that. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna get that joke. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Adamantium Claws, Healing Factor. Yes, badass guy. So gotta have him on the team. And of course, uh, after that is Hawkeye. We know who Hawkeye is. From I shoot arrows. I yeah. shoot a lot of arrows. <laughs> I'm a badass guy that shoots a lot I of arrows. I am Eric, accurate with my arrows. Yeah, <laughs> I do it. I do it. I shoot it all over <laughs> on your face, neck, and chest. I will kill you. Watch me go. Who needs Robin Hood when you got Hawkeye? And then uh, in this version, he's married. Haven't we really already stretched the believability that Hawkeye is a useful member of the Avengers? I, you know, it's like... They, <laughs> I mean, when he got left out of Infinity War, <laughs> isn't that pretty much saying all you need to say about his role on the Avengers? I, I agree. You know, when you see the first movie, it's like, yeah, he just kind of, he kind of like, all right, I'll shoot a couple of ships here for you, a couple of ships there. But yeah, they need to give him like a rocket pack or something else. Like Rocket pack? I think so. Rocket pack! Rocket pack! <laughs> Pew, pew. Yeah, there's something, you know, they need to give him something else to add besides just his shooting arrows. They just try to make him like this. In this version, he's like an angry guy all the time. He's always yelling at somebody wow. in, 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 in this book. Uh, she's married to this girl, Mockingbird, who's essentially uh, like Black Widow, except a little more Barbie-ish. So, you know, you know, nice, upbeat. Mock. White Widow. Yeah. White Widow. Ing. Ing. Yeah. yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mockingbird. Don't everybody have you heard? Yeah. <laughs> bird, 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 bird. Bird is a word. He gonna buy. Now, look. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought of immediately. I hear you. That's another character that, in my opinion, uh, didn't really have much of a, a place in it. But, yeah, she was... She's on the team, so it's like, okay, cool. Uh, next up, Doctor Strange. So we, we already know who he is. Yeah. No, he could do Master of Magic. The Eye of Sorcerer. Gora. Yes, the Eye of Agamotto, the cape that flies Agamotto? in terms of life. Agamotto? The Eye of Miramoto. The Eye of Mickey Moto? The Eye of Mickey Moto. Who wants more sushi? Morimoto. Hi. I am Morimoto. What's a Morimoto with you? What's a Morimoto with any of us? The Eye of Gamora. The Eye of Akamoto. Yeah, so yes. he's a powerful sorcerer, so you know who he is from the films. And, of course, our ever-loving web-slinger, Spider-Man, which we know sticks to walls, has strength, agility. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he sticks to your face, neck, and chest? That's shoots right. With, shoots with some webbing. He shoots that web-slinging. Get that extra mm. love in there so you can't take it off. <laughs> so. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. That's our shoots team. all over your face, neck, and chest. Can't get it off anytime. You have to wait 30 minutes before it dissolves. Oh, it's in my eye, Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, he came to Spider-Man in your face. It's all to clean yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that hoe bath. <laughs> there goes the Spider-Man. Oh, nasty all of a sudden. I just, you know, hey, that's Miss Marvel if you're nasty. It's only, it's only the roll call. <laughs> All right, so we got the new. These are the new Avengers that you have done established up here on this show, right? Now. Right. Yes, that's the that's the that's the that's the role. At least for this uh, for this arc. Those All right, are the well, one more time, rapid fire. Get, get, one more time. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, uh-huh. the Thing, Iron Fist, Captain Marvel, or Miss Marvel, 
Wolverine, Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. I can say it faster than that. Go ahead. Ah! What? <laughs> I caught all what of those in there. I got all that one breath. I got all that. <laughs> the hell did you do that? I don't know. It was amazing. Where, where's like, like Doug, Huh? Oh, Squirrel oh, Girl. Oh, he lost a Vika. Busted the Marvel guru over he there. He done Netflix and chill. No, I just followed along on the list. That's all I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. He I, just Squirrel girl all up in your I, eyes. I got, I got the Squirrel Girl for it. Uh, yes, so in this particular arc, she... Who says Lee doesn't do their homework? Good, good job, job, Lee. Lee. Good job, good Lee. Good job. That's good right. Job. Good, job. good job, good job. Yes. Now, uh, the thing is, is because we needed to do uh, guest services and whatnot, uh, Squirrel Girl would appear in the next... Oh, the arc. next arc, the next arc of story. Oh, she's out walking the babies. What was you saying? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's out gathering so you're saying, nuts. She's out gathering nuts. So you're saying the nanny doesn't count? She's gathering not nuts. at this point because I'm only yeah. I could I don't want to go ahead and, <laughs> and run because there's more people that that joins, but it's like you got to get later into the issues, and we're only going to cover like the the first arc, which is like the first six issues she's of it. She's out gathering nuts. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's getting nuts. <laughs> <laughs> She's stocking them up for the winter. Winter's coming. She's She's gonna nuts. Got a mouthful of nuts. <laughs> she gotta make the baby happy. She's gathering nuts. She got a mouthful of nuts. Oh, happy baby's a good thing. Well, uh. She's supporting her family. She's the mascot of Bucky. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she get that residual, right? Yeah, she get that residual. Residuals. Yes. Yeah, so these nuts ain't gonna feed themselves, girl. <laughs> what you doing? That's a that's a statement for the ages, right there. But no, good point, Lee. Uh, yes, for this arc, she hasn't come in there yet. I didn't mean to say it like that because she's gathering nuts. But yes. Right. Um, so if there's uh, another chance, well, I, I cover that next series of all. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she'll so be in there with uh, this. Moose and squirrel do not count. Do a squirrel. Do a moose and squirrel. What is squirrel girl's power? Right? You know, now you got everybody probably like who's never heard of squirrel girl okay. before. Probably she tickles all. You? Yeah, what she does Squirrel Girl nuts do? In mouth than anybody. She can cover nuts in her mouth. I bet you there's a lot of people out there right now going. Who's Squirrel Girl? All right, fair enough. Or well, at least the three people who are left listening. Well, that's right. It's a it's a retro character, and then they brought her back, you know, because they're like, hey, we're just gonna go ahead and give this girl a shot, and she's the unbeatable, unbeatable Squirrel Girl. The, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. That's actually when she had it, uh, her own series. Umbilical Squirrel Girl. Umbilical. <laughs> umbilical. Umbilical Squirrel Girl. Yeah, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. So what? Doesn't that like doom your book from the start when you call your character unbeatable? Like, where's the drama? I so hate unbeatable. And like, hey, I'm the villain. Well, I'm Squirrel Girl. Oh well, I quit. It's over. Yeah, I'm okay. unbeatable. Here's a here's a nut. Put that in your face. Hey, guess what? What? I'm the unbeatable Kevin Asuki. Oh, oh, Kevin! God dang, when did you do that? <laughs> Just now behind this desk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good time right there. Unbeatable. <laughs> well, You're man, so unbeatable. They got pe- they got little like pills that could help with that, you know? <laughs> so maybe now you could beat it. Beat it. Just beat it. With iron fist. Yes, with oh, iron fist. That Ooh. would hurt. I would I would think. Especially if you could put all your chives on it. It's a little strange. That would hurt. I Is would it definitely Doctor hurt. Strange? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> What's a vocal matter with y'all? What's going on? All right. So what? We, what we, we What's got the, the thing list? we talking about? Squirrel. We're talking about Squirrel Girl. I okay. asked you to tell listeners who Squirrel Girl Squirrel. was yes. because they probably have thoughts now because Lee's brought this up and they probably think Lee just made that up. There ain't no such thing as a Squirrel Girl. Ain't no such thing as no Squirrel Girl. But there, there is. But there yes, is. But absolutely. Lee is Lee is correct. There's a character in the Marvel Comics universe called Squirrel Girl. What she can do is she has. Fighting abilities, right? You know, martial arts, all that good stuff. She has an actual squirrel's tail. So, like, imagine a girl with a squirrel's tail 
on it. Oh, okay. So she uses the tail. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I'm you like that. that right you just touched on Lee's fetish. Well, Lee is not unbeatable, obviously. <laughs> like, that's why girl. Lee is growing a beard, because he wants a squirrel's tail in the front of his face. <laughs> a squirrel beard? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> His fetish is long tufts of hair. It's, it's, like, it's his fetish. Yes. <laughs> it's be this big tuft, right? right it's there. his fetish. So she does use the tail <laughs> as uh, as a weapon, right? You know, so she could hit people with it. She could use it uh, Tickle. any way she sees fit. That's right. The main power, though, that she has is she has the ability to summon a whole bunch of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> And you and you know what? It's, does she sing like a Disney princess? <laughs> <laughs> she does it. Squirrels. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she doesn't do like the Aquaman boop, 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 thing like that. But yeah, she can summon squirrels. And they and they come out. The squirrels come out at night. Hide your nuts. So hide your wife. Hide your nuts. Hide your squirrels. Hide your squirrels. Hide your nanny. Hide your Luke Cage boy. Hide your tails. Do all that. How you like me now? Oh, like it really good. You unbeatable. <laughs> so unbeatable. Oh wait, um, hurt her. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Oh, more hurt her. <laughs> more hurt her. You really think anyone's listening at this? Point? <laughs> if they are, they're probably laughing their ass off. Like, right. This is crazy. Uh, I hope so yeah. so yes, yeah, she can summon a whole bunch of squirrels. But usually, when they draw. The way they draw the squirrels, the squirrels always look pissed, so they must be sleeping or something before she summons them. Like, God damn, I gotta get up and you know, fuck up with rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> and it, and it's like the thing is, I don't, I don't know how it would be in real life, let's say, but yeah, the squirrels always look pissed, and they come out in droves, so it's not like one massive squirrel that comes out. It's a whole bunch of them. And yeah, that would be a pretty crazy sight. I mean, you imagine that you're hanging out one day, like at City Park or something, and then like two thousand squirrels just come out and they converge on you. Like that would be pretty freaky. Yeah. So like all you people who like to make fun of Aquaman talk, talking with the fishes. <laughs> this chick's ha- she talks with squirrels. She talks to squirrels in the nuts and the tail. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so yes, uh, to all answer right, the question, so yeah, yes, squirrels, right. she becomes the nanny in the later up. issues. She so. says she talks to squirrels now. Thank you. I couldn't get the song, like, you know? Call get her out by her name. Oh. Squirrel girl. Squirrel girl. <laughs> unbeatable. So unbeatable. Oh. Face. Neck. And chest. Oh. Squirrel girl. All right, so we're now what? Web it. So what do you think of this team so far? Hot. You like it? I don't know. I, I dig it. I like them all. Squirrel Girl's not on the team, technically, right? At this point, no. Okay. I don't like it. You don't like it. But if Squirrel like Girl's it. on the team, would you like it? I think I would like it. Oh. A little bit better if Squirrel Girl Squirrel Girl team. is the, the turning point. She has my interest. Of because everyone else we've talked about, like there's something about Squirrel Girl that just makes me want to know more. There's something about that tale. Yes. Cause I, the, I need to know more. I need to, where, who she is, where she came from. Like Mockingbird, you hear that, and you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Squirrel Girl, you're like, I, I, need, I need to know more. It's a, it's a, it's a unique character. She's kinda, it's kind of weird. But, you know, like the combination of Luke Cage, the thing, Wolverine, <sighs> Doctor Strange. No? I no. yawned. He yawned. I yawned. That wow. was a horrible yawn. No, uh, Luke Cage does nothing for me. Okay. Nothing at all. I, I, I can't even muster the energy. I tried to watch some of his show. I didn't make it through it. Um, he just, he's completely nondescript. 
His costume is a yellow shirt and jeans. Yeah, he just wears it. Yeah, everyday yeah, clothes. Yeah. He doesn't even have a cool superhero name. He's just Luke Cage. Um, well, he used to be Power Man, but ah, I was like, that's a horrible that's name. That's a horrible name. And then Jessica, he tried to get Jessica Jones to be Power Woman, and thank God she knew how lame that name was. <laughs> and like, yeah, no, that ain't Let happening. It. I'd rather be Jessica Jones. He's like, come on, take my name, girl. I was like, nope. She's like, I didn't take Jessica Cage. What makes you think I'm going to take Power Woman? <laughs> take Jessica, take Cage. That's my name, girl. Come on. Right. Jessica Rabbit. Don't do me like that. Jessica, don't do me yeah. like that. Do me a like little known fact. There used to be a, a series on the 50s, and it was White Power Man. But then they were like, no, nah, we got it. What you talking about? That. White Power Man? White I'm Power out of there. He's back now. He's back now in 2018. <laughs> oh, God. Who's White Power? What the f- that's that Lee Lastavica. People eat goulash while the tanks are behind them in the fence at, at the at the park. You know, you don't have to sprinkle racism into every show. <laughs> oh, my show of all the shows, yeah, exactly. Wait, what, what is white? God dang! Is that the old uh, uh, LP and L mascot? Black man, why do you gotta? You gotta oh, is Luke Cage African American? Oh, good lord! Yes, yes, he is. Just as oh, that, that I really gave him that joke racist. I'm sorry. I gave him credit <laughs> for Squirrel make- Girl, and then he asked that question. Power, <laughs> power! Wow, really messed that one up. You mean the part was just white power man just by itself? Sound racial? To you. <laughs> Wait, you didn't you didn't stop and ask a question then as to oh, should I say this? I like how he's like. I like he's like. Well, who's pop? You know, who's Squirrel Girl? But like you didn't know Luke Cage was brother. Like, <laughs> why are you so fat? What the hell just happened? Oh, I me, mean, I just read stuff. I didn't see pictures. Oh, I thought you looked it up, or uh, I thought he read yeah. a book. Yeah, yeah, Netflix. They they would they would show it. Uh, all right, well, all right. Sorry about that. I don't know. Do yeah, that's okay. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yes. I don't know. I know what to do with the sheets now. I don't know what. I don't know what to do. I, show's over. I can't. Well, yeah, do it. we're I, done. I'm walking out. I got right. nothing to say. I don't blame you. <laughs> <Mark it up. laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Everybody right. out of the pool. We're done. Squirrel girl. Bye. See yeah, leave it up for everybody. Everybody get out. Burkter, 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 burkter. Oh man. All right. All right. So go ahead. Um. So okay. So overall. Arc. So Arc. Danny, you not you not you don't like the roster. I could care less. Kevin, you're. I'm cool with it. You're cool with it. Lee. I don't know a lot about it. I think Wolverine is a pretty interesting dude with his claws. Spider-Man. Everybody knows Spider-Man. Doctor Strange. He's cool. Don't know a lot about Iron Fist or Miss Marvel or Jessica Jones, but if they want to have a threesome. It could make it like real interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, don't know who Mockingbird is. He's been Baca racist is. enough. He's going to be sexist. <laughs> he's consistent. Yes. Drip, drip. That's Hawkeye so- is mm-hmm. whatever. So it's 50-50 for me. Alright, so it's kind of like what I like. I think I like the combination of strength. I like the combination just, of. Magic. I don't know enough about comics, but it seems like these are all like second-rate characters: uh, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Those to me maybe like the top tier, but then after that, it's just like oh, and there's some other guys here too. Well, generally in the in the books, because like you say, this hasn't been a movie yet, you know, anything like that. Um, the general thing is, yeah, they are second tier characters but that's why they they give them this push like, well, but that's the thing like wolverine and spider-man are not second tier characters they're right. stars but they're treated in this book 
like second tier characters. Spider Man is almost treated like adult in this book. He's literally the the nanny at at, at some point before yeah, he gets Squirrel Girl. They treat him like he is just an idiot that is lucky to be there. I'm I I don't get um the tr- is it he's, he's an so icon a like a teenager. Yeah, and then yeah. they've given leadership responsibilities over to Luke Cage, which there again I don't understand. He's the least charismatic of anybody in the group. Probably, in my opinion, I mean, I could be wrong. But I mean, he's pretty straightforward. He's a he's a straightforward character. I'm uh, not saying he's not straightforward, but I mean, I don't see anything charismatic or um, like say what you will. Like maybe you'd be like, well, Steve Rogers is not necessarily charismatic in his uh, personality. Like he's not Robert Downey Jr., who just instantly you see him on stage. Well, exudes. Yeah, <laughs> Tony Stark. Uh, playing the Tony Stark, he doesn't just you know capture your attention, make you laugh right away. But seeing him in that costume and knowing what he represents, that's something special. Luke Cage has got a yellow shirt. He's the everyman. He's a canary. He's got a canary yellow shirt on. <laughs> he's Bumblebee. He's the, he he's the everyman. He's the everyman hero. He's not, no. The no. only thing. This is the only thing that would drive me crazy about Luke Cage comics and some part of the show. On, on Netflix is that he's a guy that has unbreakable skin so you can't put him in an area where it's just like all oh, street that's the only thing that would drive me crazy is like I would like to see I think he would have a better example if he's in an area that is out of his element like you can't be a dude that like a desert I mean if it's a, let's say it was okay let's say it was a desert but there were like just scorpions big scorpions and squirrels that <laughs> yeah <laughs> the old squirrels <laughs> Squirrels pig riding scorpions. scorpions. Pig scorpions. I said big scorpions. Pig scorpions. Okay, I heard pig. I'm a, pig scorpions. Pig scorpions. Scorpion, but all right. Pig, pig scorpions, scorpions work too. Being yeah. ridden by squirrels. I mean, in other words, something where it's like, okay, well, let's see your powers actually being used. So in that case, I get every man kind of, kind of plain uh, action. But yeah, I think he would be put in a better state if he was in a better environment. Like you could say, Captain America is awesome because he's fighting, you know, Nazis or he's fighting. Like these genetically enhanced people. Okay. You know, uh, Iron Man's awesome because he's fighting like big cybernetic robots and, you know, he's, a, he's an awesome character. But yeah, these cats are more, uh, at least Cage, Jessica Jones, uh, you know, Hawkeye, I guess, in a, in a way, they're more, yeah, they're more street level. Yeah, they don't impress me as Avengers. Right. They impress me as the Defenders, which is what they are. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, we hear that. Well, I, I like Jessica Jones' diary, though. Jessica <laughs> oh, yeah. Jones' diary. Yeah. <laughs> diary, though. Dear sir, I used to like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had a breakable skin. Yeah, diary, I was surprised she went with, Jones. you know, she was trying to go with Hugh Grant, but really it was Colin Firth that really... It was, right? Right. Why should make Colin Firth? It should have been. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> what happened? She had so much to choose from. And then it made a sequel trifling, about it. Trifling, trifling. She had a lot of martinis that day. That's right. That's a good day. All right, so now... All right, so I'm going to pretty much, we'll just go right through. Uh, arc it. Listen, a what? Arc reactor. Yes. <sighs> arc. So, okay. What was that? That was the arc starting yeah, up? Yeah, that was the arc starting up. <laughs> so, pretty much. <laughs> sounds like my car in a cold. <laughs> <laughs> <It> sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like my cat oh. with a hairball. Her yeah, show. I'm not. But did Lee say what he thought about that lineup? He was lukewarm about it. Lukewarm. Yeah, I'm, you're I'm, instead of I'm Luke, Luke Cage, you're lukewarm. He's Luke, yeah. But he likes is, is that your superhero name, Lukewarm? <laughs> <laughs> Tepid. Lukewarm, lukewarm hands. My name is Tepid. Mockingbeard. <laughs> Tepid. 
<laughs> that was a good one. Mocking beard. <laughs> add that to the list. Mocking beard. Okay, I'll add that to the list. Mocking yes, beard. Um, no, I'm I'm fifty fifty. Like I said, there's a couple of people on there. That you're fifty, me all right? Man, you're only forty six. <laughs> <laughs> you're forty seven, dude. What are you talking about? I got that abacus. That's how I count it. It's fifty. That's <laughs> what it is. Hey guys, Kevin here. I'm going to put a little punctuation at the end of our Marvel moment sentence here because we like to be conscious of your time. And as you notice, the show is about maybe an hour and a half, which is probably at the max that we want to be um, for our shows usually. Uh, we decided to kind of um, uh, uh, forego this next segment for a different episode. And uh, it won't be the next episode. This We will release it as bonus footage. And this is what I'm talking about. If you remember back when Eli started his segment... He said he was going to give you a rundown of the new Avengers, and then he was going to give you a summary of the first arc, which I think was about the first six issues uh, of that comic book uh, series. So the summary section, you know, sometimes segments, when we do segments and record them, uh, they don't always go as planned, you know, so... Uh, this being an Eli Tangent show, man, it really kind of went off the rails and all over the place. It's still a lot of fun to listen to, but it kind of, you know, just kind of lacks the focus of what we had going on with the rest of the show. So just to kind of be conscious of your time and to keep the continuity of what we had going on for this particular episode, uh, we're actually going to save that for some bonus footage down the road. So um, sometime later in the future, uh, we're going to release this whole Marvel moment as one episode, a bonus episode for, for you to check out it'll have the stuff that we just discussed to remind you of what we we're talking about and then it'll continue into the summary or the aftermath of the summary uh, as it were so anyway guys uh, we hope you enjoyed what you've listened to so far and we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us so that you can share your opinions on mow236 Well, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Hour podcast and more of what Eli has to offer, MagicArway.com is the way to go. There you will find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at MagicArway.com. You can go to our homepage and leave us a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget. Or you can call it Texas at 1-815-MA-WEEKEND. That is 1-815- Pick up Giovanni Bernard. 669-4226. Bengals. And, uh, of course, we got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. First up, we got Eli. Eli, tell them what you got going on. Yeah, so, like, uh, announcing my retirement from fantasy football at Magic Cowboy Podcast. Oh, come on. He's back in the game. They said he returned. Oh, you said pick up somebody else. Wait, come on. I, I told, you, told you, you he exited twice because of a knee injury. That's all take I this. said. He's had to crazy. go poop. He had to go to his bathroom. You know how this works. You know this is, you know this is tough. You know, you know fantasy's tough. Look, last play, uh, Joe Mixon right into Baltimore for minus three yards. Ah. <sighs> So good last week. So, but he's in. I'm sorry. Go, go, go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Tell me the story. Yeah, this story. Uh, this know. story. I tried to put some glory hey, in the that. story, and it. it here's and the it's, thing. It's awesome. So here's the thing. I like make comic books. Hercher. Story glory. And uh, Hercher, more Hercher. Thank you for the intro, Mister Hercher. Uh, IvoryComics.com. You can find it there. Facebook.com. Eli H. Ivory. Instagram. Eli Five Hundred Four. Projectation. Facebook page. So Facebook.com, Project Geisha, and Twitter, Hancock1066. So uh, I appreciate the uh, the support, and uh, 
I keep doing what I'm doing, even if it drives these guys up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to take a vacation to New Orleans to sit down with Eli and chat with him about the New Adventures franchise. Agamotto. Uh, or Agamotto. Or uh, Miramoto. Or Samikimoto. Or some, uh, you know, uh, Soto. Sato. 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 He knows yeah. a lot about Sato. He knows a lot about Sato. Hi. About the log that you found together. Hey. Um, log. Yeah, you can book the vacation with Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this so they can see Eli. Uh, just give me a call at 832-570-5490. That's 832-SQUIRREL-GIRL. 832-SQRGIRL. You can email me at lee at magicourway.com. And as always, you can check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And if you do that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no... Herchavika! Yes. Nice. And, of course, you can support all this through the following ways. You can click on our Philly links on our website. You can also buy us some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, Music, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Art Podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Pressure burgers. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song <laughs> like that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good, but you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... <laughs> Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, Get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Mm-hmm.